Hey boys. Yo. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? I'm happy to be off the road. I'll tell you that. And in you the didn't, air. You didn't say happy to be home. You said happy to be off the road. So <laughs> little difference there, a little nuance. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> Well, I uh, apparently found a really good topic for us to start the show with. And so I have a question to ask you guys, uh, if you're ready for it. I want to know, do you guys have a permanent scar from your childhood? And if so, I want to hear the story about that scar. And I, I want to I set the ground rules here real quickly. I'm talking about physical visible scars i'm not talking about like mental and emotional deep shit okay i don't want to like you know this this is not the podcast for that so i'm talking about like visible but you got cut open somehow and there's a story behind it i'll go um I have a scar on my knee from when I was learning how to ride a bike. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was like, just the typical story, you know, it's a typical story. Like you're going and you think like you are the best bike rider in the world because you are now on two wheels, killing it. You look back, I look back at my dad and then he's like, yo, watch out. Fence. Right into a fence. Bust my oh. knee open. This my first memory of like hydrogen peroxide or I don't know, rubbing alcohol or whatever you put in cuts. Like that's my first memory of that. Is that and like it was a really bad thing because it's still there. I don't have any other scars. Actually, I'm like, no, actually that one's gone. Um, I have one, but it's that one on my knee. It's the only one that I have still, other than like my surgery scar that I have. Yeah. But yeah, that is the one I have still from my knee so that shit was like really bad <laughs> like maybe i should have got stitches i don't know but whatever Country you, strong. Didn't, you didn't get stitches okay yeah no okay. i did not get stitches i am uh, the scar still there so probably i should have so i'm country strong baby west virginia let's go <laughs> <laughs> uh i've actually got two and got stitches on both of them the first one is just in the corner of my left eye. You really can't see it. You really have to be looking at it. It's maybe three quarters of an inch in length of a scar right in the corner of my eye. It was my third birthday and my uncle dressed up as Batman. Whole family was there, you know, friends were there or whatever. Big party was so awesome. Little old me, my birthday, walked behind the swing set and my cousin was on the swing and boom. <laughs> right in the face right in the face on my birthday rushed to the hospital had to get stitches apparently i was a trooper um second time happened i was probably maybe 10 years old the second one and my mom had one of those uh exercise bikes it's kind of powered by like a fan in the front of it and she's on it and for some reason, I don't know what I'm doing, but I trip over this pillow that I probably put on the ground and went hand first into the exercise bike and had a pretty good inch long gash right there under my left index finger on my hand just below the knuckle. And uh, that uh, it's kind of a little bit of a jaggedy scar. It's not quite straight there. So yeah, that uh, those are the stories of my two scars, stitches on both. So there you go. Damn. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, not pleasant. Either one. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, well, your guys' stories are, are better than mine. Because, um, well, I'll be honest with you guys. I have a lot of visible scars because I just had, I, I don't know what, I don't know what the deal was when I was a little kid, but I was banging my head off of everything. And uh, some of them are harder to see. Uh, if you ever get the chance to meet me in person, I'll, I'll let you feel the dents in my head. There's a lot of them, but there is one and it's kind of hard to see right now. I know this one. Yes. Yeah. Cause my hair is a little bit longer, but there's one right like at the, the beginning of my hairline at, at the top middle of my forehead, like right as you get into the hairline, there's a little scar there. And I, I mean, it's so noticeable because like when you have a scar, you can't grow hair wherever the scar is. So I have this like little slit 
where I don't grow any hair. And it's because like, as a kid, I, I was obsessed with playing with matchbox cars and I would create like whole city systems in my house, right? Like every room would be like a different neighborhood of like this larger city. And I, I took uh, a matchbox car and I was driving it up the side of my dresser and the dresser at the very top, the corner had like a point sticking out of it. And I was moving because this was apparently a race car and we were driving fast and I moved it. I would just like ran this car up the side of the dresser really quickly. The point of the dresser went directly into my head and uh, blood everywhere. And similar to Dee, we called, we were like, Hey, should he get stitches? And they were like, if it's the size of something like, yes, if it's not, and it was borderline. So I just remember sitting in the kitchen with like bags of frozen vegetables on my head all night. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, that the whole stitches or no stitches thing. Cause like getting stitches back in the day meant like you really did something. Like you had to go. Like so many people didn't get stitches. And I think about that the same way I think about helmets on babies. Cause now like your kid comes out a little funky and then they're like, gotta put the helmet on. Like, if you look at people's heads, just you'll never be able to stop doing this, by the way. Look at people's heads <laughs> and you'll be like, wow, man, that kid should have had a helmet. <laughs> and you're like, wow, that guy should have had a helmet. I'm telling you, dude, once you start looking at people's heads, you'll be like, you'll never be able to stop. Because I made the mistake of looking at one person's oh, head. I can't say their name. It's it's somebody that a person I went to college with was married to. And I was like, that. That person needed a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to find worried. out. Fifty yeah, minutes. <laughs> now I'm kind of worried that Dee thinks that about me. I promise. I had a normal head when I was a kid, but then I just like screwed it up over time. So like now I That's probably look like one of those people that should have had a helmet. But like I actually, this was these were all self-inflicted wounds. I need a helmet need now. A long, yeah, <laughs> just a football helmet. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's get to the brunch breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh today on the show. We're gonna be talking everything from seltzers to foods. You're we're gonna be talking more stuff about us being kids, which is fun. Uh foods you ate as a kid that you're embarrassed by now. We got a fun brunch court. And you know what? <laughs> let's just get the show started right now. Dan, tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown. It's that simple everywhere, everywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the brunch breakdown, hit follow, hit subscribe, let the episodes come to you. We're coming to you Friday this week, a little off, uh, but typically we're every Wednesday podcasts uh, are delivered to you each and every Wednesday morning, full videos on YouTube and Facebook. That's noon Eastern 9am Pacific on demand. Anytime you want after that, make sure you're following us on social media. If you're not, what the hell are you doing? Follow us on social media. At Brunch Breakdown, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. And don't forget the double stuffed version of the Sounds of Brunch playlist, what we're listening to exclusively on Spotify each and every Friday with our playlist from this week and last week so you don't miss anything. That's the Brunch Breakdown, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. Beautiful. I also love that Dan just goes, you can find it everywhere. And his hand is pointing at a blank wall. <laughs> when he did this everywhere you find it everywhere right i was like what is everywhere. he pointing at everywhere it's, right there it's all <laughs> it's included in everywhere except this wall <laughs> oh, all right well it's time to get random topics up our chest chris get it off your chest man what's up I, okay so this is something that i've done in the past i don't do anymore and I can't explain my actions from the past, but I don't understand how other f- people haven't grown out of this yet. I don't get the phenomenon of like pulling up somewhere that you know you're only going to be like going in and out for a minute, two minutes and not turning your car off. Like I don't get this. How much time are you saving? Almost every car nowadays is a push. It's a push, but you get in the car and you push a button and you drive. It couldn't be more seamless and quick but like every single time I do drop off or pick up at daycare, there are parents who like leave the car running to go inside for three to five minutes to pick up their kids, talk to the teachers in there, all this stuff. They come back out, 
Then you have to take another one to two minutes to put your kids in the car, get them strapped in, do all this stuff. And your car's running. Gas is $5 a gallon right now. Like if there was ever a time to stop this stupidity, it would be right now. And I don't, but at the end of the day, even if gas was a dollar, what, how, who, even if you, you have a key start, you just turn it, you put the key in and you turn it and your car magically turns on within seconds. Are you worried your spark plugs are like bad? Go fix your spark plugs. What's the, I don't understand why people do this. I did this in like college when I had to, well, I would stop at a gas station to like run in and get like, I don't know, food or like candy or drink or something like that. But like, do you know how many crazy, crazy people are out there now? Your car could get stolen. I, people could go in, steal stuff out of your car. But again, at the end of the day, you're not saving any time. Turn your car off. Dan, Didi, explain to me why this is something that people do. <laughs> I don't think I have a good reason. I really don't. I don't think I have a good reason. Um, maybe in the wintertime, I can get it to keep the car running and warm, but... I usually put like in and out 60 seconds to me. That's when you can keep the car running. If it's 60 seconds or less, but it certainly sounds like in the instances you're referring to Chris, we are far past that. And so there is no reason to let that bad boy keep running. I don't even, but I don't even understand, understand 60 seconds. Cause if it's brutally hot out or brutally cold out, the temperature of your car is not even going to change that much. And like, it's, you have a relatively new car, Dan. You just push a button, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think people were lazy. Guilty. I do this all the time. <laughs> In the exact oh, same man himself that you were talking about. I didn't turn my car off when I went into Starbucks yesterday. That's a 30-second, like, literally pickup. Like, Went in, like picked up my drink okay. and left. Didn't turn off my car. Also daycare. And that can sometimes, because sometimes there's a line. They only let like one parent like in at a time or whatever. Cause you know, COVID and all those things. So yeah, I don't, but I don't turn off the car every single time. Like I've, I don't think I've ever turned off the car going to get <laughs> kids from daycare. It's like, doesn't even wow. occur to me to turn the car off. It's like, yeah. Like, but listen, it's hot here. And I know oh what you're saying. God. It's hot here. I know what it's you're hot saying. Here. You're like, the no, it's you're hot like, here. <laughs> you're like the temperature in your car doesn't change. Listen, it's Chris. Summer everywhere right yeah. now, Didi. It's summer. We all. It's 90 degrees everywhere. It is listen, 90 degrees everywhere. Listen, none of you have Toyota Highlanders. The air condition in my car changes. It's is this because you have two cars and you're like cool with just losing one if somebody steals it because you got another <laughs> one? Like you got two of the same car? Is that what what this is about? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's it. <laughs> but listen, you know, got to keep the car cool for the back seats, for the kids to be in there. You know, I don't want to be sweating when they get in the car. I don't want to burn their seat, burn their hands on the car seats. Come on. It's to be a better parent, Chris. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so mad. <laughs> like, I'm so. What, what's what's gas per gallon right now? In oh, California? Jesus. Uh, Five sixty nine. Turn the car off, Didi. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Probably you'd be turning it off on the highway too when you're sitting in that traffic. <laughs> we'll stop and go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Going to neutral and just cruise, you know? Dude, yeah. dude, I will say one thing we have learned is Siobhan has the hybrid Highlander and I have the regular one. There's a big difference in life right now. <laughs> and we are very angry that we didn't get the, the hybrid whenever we bought this car a couple years ago. So yeah, man, big difference. <laughs> Dan, get it off your chest. <laughs> Boy, that's a hard one to top. Um, mine's not so angry this week because it actually <laughs> reflects back on it reflects back on some anger I've had on this podcast previously and my lack of faith in the Gen Y generation when especially specifically when it comes to music and discovering music. I've gone into great detail about uh, TikTok and what it's doing for music and the good things that that means, but also the really bad things that I hate to see as a result of it, mostly from that generation. However, gentlemen, I have regained some faith in these good people in Gen Y. Gen Z. Gen y. Who is Gen Y? Yeah, who is Gen Y? Not Y. Z. Gen yeah, Z. Z. Wow. Good who Lord. is Y? There is Welcome there to Old Man Brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Gen Y. 
Millennials between oh, that's us. Gen Y is millennials. Yeah, that's why it's Gen Z. Forget that. I've had faith in those people the whole time. Gen Z, we're at the end of the alphabet, the last generation. Gen Z, I'm talking to you. I was recently at a bit, and and a lot of that anger came from shows going to recently, right? And seeing these people. Well, I was at a show this past week. Okay. And this was the Sad Summer Festival. Okay. And this is pop punk focused. This is a Chris Gates wheelhouse right here you know ever since we lost warp tour you've seen these smaller festivals and tours uh pop up so some of the bands that were there magnolia park uh hot milk the somerset hot mulligan state champs made a parade in headlined by neck deep and water parks okay this is not these are not tiktok bands right for the most part water parks you could maybe argue it's a little bit more of the internet generation but these aren't really tiktok bands all right these are pop punk bands that have been around uh for a while now a lot of them that i mentioned there and i was able to witness these gen zers like embrace these artists know these bands know the words and i knew they didn't learn the words or hear the first song on tiktok i knew that they sought into discovery into this genre they're embracing this genre which is a whole nother positive reason altogether that pop punk is certainly not dead as chris proves us every week on what we're listening to but it just made me feel good that there were people there my age and there were people there a lot younger than me and it all felt like we were finally a collective and we were there together embracing the same music for the right reasons and that's what pop pop punk's all about when it comes down to it so gen z i salute thee and Y and all, all the J. Or Every Y, Y, Z, X. Well, Every X, we got some issues with, but yeah. <laughs> Good God, damn. Your hatred for people finding music on TikTok is, is hilarious. To strong. Because you strong. sound like the people, like, if you watch anything from any, like, 80s or 90s retrospective, it's like older people talking about how, like, MTV ruined the way that people discover music and CDs ruined vinyl and vinyls better and all these things. That's what you sound like when you talk about. <laughs> Good. Do some, do some homework, people. Do some homework. That's all it is. Don't be like, oh, wow, Kate Bush came out with a, sound, a song 35 years ago. We heard it on a, a TV show, and now it's number one in the country again. What? Meanwhile, there was a better cover of it released two years ago that didn't get nearly as much play, but we don't have time for that today. I gave, I was giving them credit. I'm giving them credit. Let me let me give them some credit. The Zers. You ripped there. them the whole time. And then for two seconds, you said, thank you, Gen Z. And so that's you not ripping them? Yeah. The okay. 2,000 of them that were there. Everybody else that's been to every other show, I've been I just, oof, no. But they gave me some faith that there is a strong portion of them that's doing it right. All right. I got to get this off my chest. I hate Dan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, that's not it. But one thing I do hate right now, um, I'm really annoyed with Instagram. And it's really the people who are creators on Instagram. Not Chris, by the way. Other people. Because Chris yeah, talks like a normal person on Instagram. I don't know what it is about people when they do reels that just show a montage of like their vacation or their sandwich and they decide they're going to talk in this like narrator voice that they don't have. And these are people that like I know, right? So you're not narrating a book. You're not narrating a novel. You're talking about your sandwich. Stop talking in this weird narration voice. Just talk like a normal person. Say, I went to Palm Springs. It was cool. I ate this sandwich. It was great. You don't have to say, well, me and my friends, we ate this sandwich and then we went here and then we did this. What is that voice? Stop using that voice. It's so stupid. It's not serious. You're not making any money off of this. You're not telling a story. You're literally showing your sandwich. Please, for the love of God, stop using that voice on Instagram. And that's what I got. I'm done. I had to get that off my chest because I'm so annoyed by the voice of people that they just put on. 
I'm 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 making a sandwich video the minute we're done. <laughs> sandwich and montage. I, I love it. I'm doing it for Didi, and I'm gonna use the correct tone and voice. Uh, the the voice people use when that because like I feel like people who like when they're trying to, you know, they're like diving into reels and trying to make it happen. They think they need to like, well, this reel, the way social media is now, like this reel could reach millions of people. So I got to put on the, like, you know, I got to sound polished. It's like, just talk. Yeah. They, they sound too similar to that. Like the automated voice that's used on TikTok when people <laughs> have like just the subtitle and it's, it's just the automated voice talking like this. It's like, people are try- it's too much <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's way too, it's too close to that. They're not trying to do that, but it's too much like, oh, let's start a conversation. Like, you know, like. And I hated that voice, but now I miss it because no one uses that voice. They use their own and I hate everyone's voice. I hated it too, but you know what? You're right. Compared to what we have, take it back. God. <laughs> I also hate Instagram music, by the way, too. The Like this now, these like mashups of songs that like, aren't real music but like they're trending and they give people more clicks to go to and i just i hate the music that's on instagram reels also i hate that too. you sound like me you sound exactly like this is exactly what i'm saying just different words so you're with me i'm with you and you're with me <laughs> i hate it so much oh boys uh bruise day <laughs> chris what are you sipping on uh the the same brewery as the last two weeks the same type of beer as the last two weeks only this is the lemon lime citrus sweet. Uh, once again, shout out to our friend Ryan. Mm. Nice. Shout to Ryan. Lime. That's a little different. I know. Like watermelon was last week. I know we know that was different. Lemon lime and wheat. That's kind of. I mean, they're in the same family. But how's it? What, what do you get there? It's more lemony than 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 lime, but mm. it's good. I mean, I don't. You know, honestly, like there there are a lot of beers out there that say they're going to be refreshing. There's not many beers that are actually refreshing, but this is one you could definitely like, you know, kick your feet up when it's 90 degrees and it's too hot to turn your car off in the parking lot and you have one of these and cool down. I think this is perfect for that. There you go. There you go. God. <laughs> All right. I don't have a brew, but I'm going to tell you what I was drinking in Orlando. Um, the Florida man, double IPA. Oh man. Stop. That's it. right. Because if you have two of these, you might turn into Florida man. It's literally what it says on the can. Uh, <laughs> two. Cigar City Brewing Company in Tampa Bay, Florida. Um, I drank this in Orlando and I loved it. It was really good. And I'm I usually don't get double IPAs, but it was called the Florida Man IPA. I had to get it. I had to try it. And I really liked it. And there was some other stuff I got from Cigar City also, which was really good. So Cigar City Brewing in Tampa Bay. Um, I don't know how widely distributed they are in any of the states or whatever, if they're just in the South or if they're in Florida, but um, really good stuff there. So um, yeah, check check that out. Florida Man Double IPA. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Cigar City's legit and they are pretty wide. Um, oh, really? That's, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the real deal. So that's awesome that you have to be... Uh, down there close to home um with it that's that reminds me of uh florida florida man kind of even sounds like dead guy isn't it dead guy that chris <laughs> i bet it was about two for you and <laughs> that was all it took baby <laughs> I, I promise you it was more than two but i also promise you that i lived out the name of that beer Oh, yeah. yeah, you did. <laughs> what a night that was. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Every time I see that on a list, <laughs> I start laughing for at least a couple seconds. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. No, it's incredible. Good times. Um, <laughs> great times. Um, uh, for me this week, I've got um, something from Aslan Brewing Company who is based out of Virginia, uh, but they're pretty well-known, have a pretty decent distribution, actually. And they are soon opening up a tap room in Pittsburgh. It's their first venture, I think, into Western Pennsylvania. And I am super excited because they do bear very, very well. Um, so I was able to uh, um, find a can. Like I said, they've been distributing uh, pretty well. This is the uh, nuances of meaning IPA and just a 
gorgeous can. Love, love the colors on this can. Um, and it's a really good smooth IPA because it's only 6%. So it's, it's creamy. You get a lot of mango in there, uh, in terms of the citrus, which is nice to get something a little bit different than that kind of citra hop thing that you get every time they, uh, you know, brew with some mango, but the, uh, nuances of meaning Aslan Brewing Company welcoming you to the steel city with this one right here and hopefully many more to come. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Well, cheers, boys. Cheers. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, since I know we have some time issues today, we're going to go into the main menu. Chris, you brought this up. Foods you ate as a kid that you are embarrassed by because you still eat them today. This is a fun one. What's yeah, how did you come up with this? I know is it, it, you were had to be in the middle of doing eating one of these. Yeah, were you right? doing and this? All of a sudden, thought of it. This was it, this wasn't a tweet that we saw. This was yeah. you. Were you like eating a lunchable and thought oh, this is weird? <laughs> uh, no, you know what? It's funny. Yeah, it, I, I was not eating this food, but you know we watch a lot of children's television these days, so there'll be commercials on that come on during whatever PBS shows my my daughter's watching and like you know sometimes there'll be advertisements for foods for kids and i'm like oh yeah i I would eat that right now and i started thinking about okay like hey this thing i eat it that's probably embarrassing i'm probably a little too old to be eating that but i still eat it and uh and then i just thought like do you guys have any of those but i'll tell you the one i really only have one that i came up with um because thankfully I, I have changed a lot of my nutritional decisions since I was a child, guys. I want, I want you to know that up front. <laughs> I mean, a lot more chicken and vegetables than I used to. Um, but I still, to this day, and it's kind of a comfort food for me, eat mac and cheese like shapes. <laughs> it's because of the best. Yeah, and I don't know what it is the about best. the shapes with mac and cheese, but like if you just buy the regular macaroni noodles, it does not taste as good as like SpongeBob. It just doesn't. So I'm a real big fan of SpongeBob mac and cheese. Um, that happens to be one of my go-tos uh, after I attend a football game that Pitt loses. I don't know why, but it just makes me feel a little bit better. So I often have mac and cheese in those situations when I really need it. But that was the one I came up with. There was a commercial that came on. I was like, they're targeting this because eight-year-olds like it. And uh, I'm closer to 38 than I am eight, but I, I still eat that for sure. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, For me, I still, <laughs> and I stop myself when I do it, I still dunk cookies in like Oreos. And I find that to just be, I'm like, why am I doing this? You're not a kid. Why do you still like, doing that into milk and eating it i don't know milk still i find myself anytime i do it i'm like why are you doing that stop doing that like you can do it one at a time you don't have to put them both together like and mixing foods in general you know how like hard it is for me at like i don't know subway or someplace as fountain and not to just go and make a graveyard (laughs) like i would it's so hard for me not to do that so like sometimes i'll i'll sneak and like mix two and look around like all right we're good but yeah, I still do that. Graveyards are still in business for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned it, Chris, because every once in a while, like we watch basically the same TV networks. We hit the last button on our TV remote and it pops up like the last eight. And the, those eight blocks just don't change. It's like HGTV, Comedy Central. <laughs> uh, like th- th- those are the go-to. <laughs> That's where we live. Okay. Um, so, but every once in a while we'll have watched something on, like, I'll be watching, you know, Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire's on Mr. Sister Act's on. And then I'll leave the channel on. And then the next day we'll turn the TV on and it'll be like a kid's food commercial. I'm like, what are we watching right now? What time is it? What network is this? <laughs> I'm like, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This can't be HDT. This isn't the food network. Um, so yeah, every once in a while I'll see, I'll be like, Oh, kind of thrown off by a, a kid's TV uh, or a kid's food commercial, but it's funny. I have craft. I have all craft mac and cheese on my list. Just all, of it. <laughs> <laughs> just all. If I'm not getting mac and cheese out at a restaurant, um, I'm probably not too happy to be 
publicly uh, announcing that I'm eating it, but it is delicious. It is, uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, another one for me is pop tarts. Partially, <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> I've also noticed a lot of these things are because I have to eat them on brunch court. <laughs> That's one of them. Well, because Didi was just talking about like mashing up foods and like that's half the shit we talk about on Brunch Court every week. Little did Didi and I know that this shit's getting Dan hooked. Dan's eating mashed up cereals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every week. We've totally ruined this guy. Right. He's like, I got to finish the pack of Pop-Tarts. I spent money on them. I got to eat them. I know. You're like two boxes downstairs. I'm like, man, I keep going to the grocery store and I have to keep looking in this aisle for Pop-Tarts. I'm like, Dan's having Cocoa Puffs and Apple Jacks for dinner tonight. (laughs) That's right. Um, And a lot of these are breakfast foods for me too. Eggos. I love me a good Eggo. I get the whole wheat ones now. So it makes me feel a little bit more adult. (laughs) Oh, that's the adult version. Yeah, that's the adult adult version. version. Yeah, I'm like, "Mm, this is fine. This isn't. But like when I throw them in the grocery cart, I throw that box upside down because I don't want anybody to be like, yo. What's up with these two people? <laughs> Eggos and Pop Tarts. <laughs> oh, they're whole wheat. Oh, they're whole wheat and not oh, unfried. Oh, oh. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's like, okay. They're, yeah. He's in his 30s. Oh, wait. It's, it's, it's a mac and cheese Pop Tart and it's a whole wheat waffle. It's fine. It, it, <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. You guys have like, any others? <laughs> I have a long list of <laughs> Thanks to Brent Corp. I just have, because most of the foods I do not. Even though I mentioned Lunchable, but I would absolutely destroy a Lunchable, but I can't bring myself to grabbing it and buying it. I just can't do it. But like, yeah, it's those two for me because those are like two active things that like I still do like pretty regularly. I I had one that um I, I had it recently, but I don't eat it regularly. Um, And you guys probably remember this at Dan's bachelor party, uh, our friend, CJ slash Chuck had like 50 Uncrustables. <laughs> and I don't know why he bought so many, but he couldn't he couldn't finish them. So he was trying to get people to eat Uncrustables the whole That's trip. Right. And I had one and it, I mean, it was legitimately tasty. They're good. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, the last few I have, because I know we went out, uh, we're, uh, short on time today and we and we want to at least get to some uh some brunch court here we, chris we got to get your thoughts on some of these these are epic brunch court things um hot dogs if it's not at like a, a cookout you know i'm having a hot dog by myself it's just feels or corn dogs put them in the same category feels a little kid like but they're both fantastic and uh delicious and uh this one's kind of a western pennsylvania pittsburgh school district special but uh super donuts chris you're familiar uh with super donuts oh yeah um, Guilty as charged. I bought a case of super donuts. You have to buy them in a case of 40. No other way to do it. Oh they my come God, frozen. 40. I've got them. What's yeah, the yeah. shelf life on those things? How long do they Oh, last? they're frozen. So they're a long time, long okay. time. It's taken me over a year to get, I'm at like 38 right now. That I've gone through. <laughs> but they're a good source of protein, low in sugar, but it's strictly an elementary school breakfast item. And it's uh, now it's out there for the world to hear. So those are my items. <laughs> Delicious. The donuts you loved in school is literally what it says at the first thing on their website. <laughs> <laughs> so they got like, me on that one. They got me like, hooked. It's true. Like, what the hell is a super donut? The same super donut you loved in school is now available for your home. That's right. <laughs> the same super donut you loved in school. Dan has a case of them <laughs> in his basement. I got them in the freezer. Nice late night treat. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, Brunch Court because these are some fun ones that Dan has They're for us. And we are going They're to decide good. which ones should be around and which ones shouldn't. Brunch Court, let's go. <laughs> uh, brunch Court. Um, let's go with the Daniel Dudley special at the very top here. Um, we all know we've got Halloween coming up and Daniel Dudley is a huge proponent of candy corn. And the good people at Brock's have come out with the newest and weirdest flavor. (laughs) This is real. This is tailgate candy corn, ladies and gentlemen. And we have five flavors inside the tailgate pack. Hot dog, hamburger, popcorn, 
fruit punch and vanilla ice cream all in the tailgate candy corn package. It's got the two field goal posts up there. They're in five different colors. Um, I'll let you two have the floor before I say anything. What, what tailgates are they going to? <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> First thing that went through my head. What a, yeah. what a weird combination of stuff like hot dog, hamburger. Okay. Popcorn Done. that works, but like who's bringing fruit punch to <laughs> fruit punch and ice cream. Yeah. That you gotta have like dry you're ice. Bringing the freezer to the. Uh, <sighs> who's bringing popcorn to the tailgate? That's like an in-game food. Right. I don't know who's bringing ice True. cream either, but fruit punch. That's Brock's because you know candy corn. Brock's the greatest. That's another way to say jungle juice, and <laughs> so jungle juice could be at your tailgate, especially Thursday night when West Virginia and Pitt play, and for the Kenny Chesney Classic. <laughs> is what I'm calling that Thursday night. Are you fucking kidding me? Thursday night. I had no idea until I, I like, I had no idea that game was Thursday night. Like that's going to be an absolute, like don't take your kids to that game. No, no. Like no one, no one. Like, I don't even know if I feel safe. You guys going to the game. I don't know if I want <laughs> you guys to even go like Thursday night. What? Anyways, sorry. Tangent. Tailgate. Thursday night to open the season, baby. <laughs> yeah. But I don't understand. These are the weirdest flavors. And like these don't, these will not work well together. And yes, of course, we're going to do a live taste test on this freaking show. And I'm going to be disgusted once again. So I'll be looking out for these, of course, for you, ladies and gentlemen. But like hot dog, hamburger, this isn't what, you, this isn't what, you know, candy corn is about. This isn't what you do here. This is not what you do. This is the taco truck jelly bean thing all over again. Like fruit punch, that'll taste good. Vanilla ice cream, that'll taste good. Popcorn, I'm sure that'll taste fine. But they don't make sense with the tailgate. And hot dog and hamburger, I'm just terrified. So I can't wait. I just can't wait until I find these. But it makes no sense to me. So Dee Dee, Mr. Mr. Candy Corn, get loud, get proud. I'm I'm in favor of these, by the way. So I'm here for it. Here for it. Unbelievable. Flavors are weird, but down for it. Except for the popcorn flavor. That seems a little weird. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go with the let's go with the 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 drink that we have up here, Chris. I'll just refer to it as the drink because that's what it is. Um, and for those of you that that cannot see what we're looking at here, this is a Velveeta Veltini. So it's a martini made with Velveeta cheese. Okay. So it's in a martini glass. It's orange. It's got, it's got a Velveeta rim. Um, so this is from a restaurant chain for, called BLT steak. I'm not sure if either of you are familiar with it, but they are in New York city, Washington, DC, Charlotte, and Chicago. And they are launching the velvet, uh, Velveeta Velvetini, Veltini, excuse me. And it's made with Velveeta infused vodka, olive brine, and vermouth, vermouth, and garnished with Velveeta, Velveeta stuffed olives, and Velveeta shells. Um, they're also selling Velveeta Veltini kits available on their um, website. It includes glasses, cocktail shaker, picks, coasters, a bunch of different stuff. What on earth are we doing here? What are, you what are we doing here? If you don't take this off my screen, I'm going to throw up. This is an absolute <laughs> no. <laughs> like <laughs> this is I'm, this is an absolute no. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> like I don't like martinis, and so I can't even. It's hard for me to comprehend how this would work, but I know it, you know, olive is a flavor and I feel like olive and cheese go well together, but I think it's a stretch still. Right. Well, mm -hmm. I I've never had a martini. What are the situations in which one has a martini? Um, class, 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 classy, classy, enough. nice classy. bar, classy, a nice like, bar. Like while eating a, a whole wheat ego. Like, that kind of <laughs> right. <laughs> 
it's a Friday night over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just think like who that, that's the, that's true. I see where you're going. <laughs> who's who's out at an establishment where you buy martinis thinking I want Velveeta shells and cheese, or like I want gooey goopy <laughs> cheese on the the rim of my glass like what disgusting human is actually looking for this i don't want to meet you i don't want to talk to you i don't want to be your friend and i certainly don't want to go out to the bar with you that's how i feel <laughs> like you you drink martinis with like a i don't know you have them with like when you're out in a nice place maybe you have one if you're having like steak somewhere or whatever but like why would you want that with nice food I, and I don't know. I'm looking it up. This is like this BLT. This is a nice steakhouse. Like this isn't like, oh, Applebee's is coming up with a cool <laughs> cocktail for the summer. Like, no, this is like a legitimate steakhouse. And their other cocktails range from, you know, 12, $16. They get your champagne, your wines, your whatnot. This is a nice place. This is not something weird, but they're being really weird about this. So it's a great point. Like this clientele is obviously going to be like, Oh yeah. Give me the velvet, the, the, the Velveeta one. That's really what I want. Oh, no, absolutely not. Chris, do you have to leave us? What? Uh, I can finish brunch court and then I got to go. Okay. All right. Let's toss up the last round of brunch court. This actually ironically fits into kind of what we've been talking about this whole episode. Um, things that you're, you know, used to eat as a kid and kind of embarrassed to now. This is kind of a mixture of that. Um, either one you want to do first, Chris, is is good. I know we have uh, two different images here, but these are we talked. One of you mentioned Lunchables. Uh, these are gummy <laughs> Lunchables, so it looks exactly like a Lunchable, but everything's in gummy form. It's got the cracker. <laughs> the pepperoni, the bologna, the cheese, all in the appropriate colors. And it just looks like a Lunchable. Um, the other one is <laughs> a case of hot dogs that, <laughs> that look like gummies as well. So gummy hot dogs in the shape of a hot dog. Um, give me your thoughts as an adult or a child. Take either one. <laughs> well, I, are the gummy flavors flavored after the food product that's normally there like are those gummy hot dogs hot dog flavored or is like the gu gummy bologna bologna flavored that's a good question but i don't think so i want to try to verify that right now but i don't think that they're actually flavored based off of uh um these are fruit flavored they okay. are fruit flavored so confirming they are fruit flavored okay okay that makes this a lot better to stomach. <laughs> a little I don't better, know who, a little safer for everybody. I don't know if I want that. Listen, no shade on bologna. I don't want a bologna flavored gummy that just sticks in my mouth. I don't want that. <laughs> no. Oh, Bologna's yeah. meant to be consumed. Be done. It is not meant to hang out <laughs> around your gums. Ah, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, jeez. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, that would have been a problem. Um, so I guess, but... Uh, it's probably fun for kids. Dan, is that your hand? No. <laughs> I know you always think it's my hand. I just it's not my sure. hand. I'll bring up the Oscar Mayer ones too. I just got to confirm. Dan, is this your hand? Definitely not. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure, man. I just want to make sure. Confirming not my hand. No, have not been able to find these in person yet. Oh. Yeah. Those look gross. The hot dogs freak me out. And I love hot dogs. I'm down with the Lunchable. I, I can't do the hot dog. I can't do it. I feel like the experience of like biting into something that looks like a hot dog and having it be fruit flavored would be very off-putting. Yeah, right. And just like the look of a hot dog on its own is never an attractive thing anyways. And so like there's no <laughs> bun here. You know what I mean? It's solely wiener. <laughs> It's the name of our next band, by the way. What's up, everybody? We're Soli Wiener. Um, <laughs> I get the idea, the concept, but Lunchable is okay. Thumbs up on the Lunchable. Thumbs down on the hot dog. Can't do it. Can't do it because I don't want to do it on this show. How about that? <laughs> oh, 
no. I I don't know why these don't have weed in them. So TM, <laughs> yeah. but like this should be sold by Black, a dispensary Black. somewhere. Like, are you kidding me? Yes. Like those should be weed gummies. Like who, like who else is buying gummy Lunchables other than somebody who's like, yo, man, <laughs> Lunchables gummies though. <laughs> like you're buying those. You're at a dispensary. You're buying those. That's, That's true. Good. That's right. You're, you're basically paying for packaging is way if you just want the gummies you're pay so get to the right clientele it's a good point yeah <laughs> oh all right well um chris do you have your what you're listening to really quick uh i can yeah hold give on. us all three go hold on hold Knock on. on it is okay uh, in case we crash, put out a brand new album, uh, and it is titled "In Case We Crash," <laughs> so that'll be easy for you to look up. Original. Um, okay. That one just came out this week. I have been going back and listening to uh, "Meet Me at the Altars" EP, "Model Citizen," just because it's really, really good. And I don't know if I have a third one. Let me like. Oh, well, I might be taking this from Dan. Might I be taking this from Dan? Beba Doobie put out an album, and I'll let Dan talk about that more if he wants to talk about that more. That's my third one. Nice. It's called uh, Beatopia. So, properly named. Beautiful. It's amazing. It's amazing. We right, love you, guys. I gotta, right. I gotta run. Enjoy the rest of the episode, everybody listening. Thank you for listening, and uh, I will talk to you guys next week. Well, Daniel, um, you met Robert Irvine. And I want to talk about that before we get into what we're listening to. You met the God, Robert Irvine. And holy crap. The fact Dude. that you didn't talk about that for getting off your chest really uh, angers me because I was ready for it. <laughs> like you posted that on Instagram. I was like, he's going to talk about it. I don't need to like mention it. But like yeah. now I feel like we have this time to do so. Go. We do. I'm glad you brought it up. I, I was very much considering doing it for my uh, chest segment, but um, thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, I had an incredible, incredibly random opportunity this past week to meet, you're right, and the myth, the legend, Mr. Robert Irvine. Uh, for those unfamiliar, get out from the rock you've been living in for the past 15 years. Uh, he's all over Food Network. Uh, very recognizable. Restaurant Impossible. Dinner Impossible. Best thing I ever ate. All the all those competition shows he's been he's been on either a judge or something or a host or whatnot. He's everywhere. He is the man. He's absolutely the man. Um, it, I've been a huge fan of I've been a huge fan of him for probably 15 years, honestly, since Dinner Impossible came out and just a really motivating guy, too. And you always wonder what those people were like in person. Right. They always say, you know, don't meet your heroes and et cetera and stuff like that. And you're like, I'm like what if I go and this isn't a good experience and then I hate him. And then my, one of my favorite shows, I never want to watch again. Um, so he was actually in Pittsburgh. Um, he's here fairly often. He has a line of, I actually wanted to talk to Chris about this too, of protein bars that are baked. So they're unlike any other one that are out there uh, because they're healthier because they're baked. They actually bake them better ingredients, better for you. I just basically said a Papa John's commercial. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just did. They got just sh- did. And it's loaded with pepperoni. Better they ingredients, call it better pizza. The shakaroni protein bar. Right. Um, but they're called Fit Crunch and they're available basically everywhere. And the plant is in Pittsburgh that makes those bars. So they're made and distributed from a plant in Pittsburgh. And he was here to open up a second plant for another line. They needed more, more capacity. So he was actually here to do that. Uh, but while he was here, he had an event, uh, where he did a bottle signing. He actually has his own line of vodka and gin, uh, called Irvine's. And he also makes it, that's also, uh, distilled, and made in Pennsylvania. It's on the other side of the state near Philadelphia. Um, so he did a bottle signing where you could just show up to the local uh, wine and spirits, purchase as many bottles as you want. And he went, signed any bottles that you had. And like everybody got to talk with him and take photos with him, which was what amazing. It wasn't just like he was sitting there at a table. Yeah, yeah. Who am I making this out to next down the line? Um, I had to like sneak out of work. I was worried. <laughs> 
that I wasn't going to get there in time. There was going to be this huge line out the door, but the fact that I didn't get there right when it started probably helped that. Uh, waited in line about 20 minutes and got to chat with him. And it was amazing. Like an incredibly nice guy, incredibly down to earth, just like he is on television. You could tell he like cared about everybody he was talking to. Like the coolest dude ever. Um, I won't necessarily explain the details of why while we're on the air, but um, he did give me his personal assistance business card. And I can tell you they weren't just handing those out. I can tell you that. So we'll have a conversation off the air, but they weren't exactly handing those out to everybody. There was some maneuvering and discussion going on where I got that. We'll talk about that later, but it's made the day even more amazing. I was on an incredible high um, coming home. I got, I got a bottle of each, a bottle of the, the gin and a bottle of the vodka signed by the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Irvine, and about 30 other photos to go along with the post. <laughs> Uh, that I had from the other day. Amazing experience, amazing man. Dude, that is so cool. It just came out of nowhere. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> right. Whoa. Ah, like literally, that's crazy. Because I mean, for those who don't know, like it's literally, you know, you look, it's like Gordon Ramsay, I don't know, like uh, like Bobby Flay, Guy Fieri, and then there's him. It's like those yeah. are the guys. You know what I mean? It's like those are the people. Those are the food gods. You know what I mean? So yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, that's I was awesome. I was so I felt so lucky and fortunate to have the opportunity and that I actually got to make it through the line before he left and talk with him. It was just it was crazy. Like I, I didn't think it was going to happen until I got there and I was like, oh, this is this is nuts. This is nuts. So super cool experience. Super cool. Super cool guy. If anybody wants to go, to, he does the same thing. Anytime he's in another city, uh, check out his website. He does those bottle signings all the time. Good stuff. That's awesome. Are you going to drink the bottles? I don't know. I brought them home. Uh, and, and Shannon was like, first of all, she was really, she was like bummed. She didn't get to go and meet him too. She I was like really mad yeah. at herself. Um, she's like, Oh, I guess we can't open those now. <laughs> so I don't know. Like the bottle is the, it's, cause that's what I was thinking. The bottle was still the bottle. Just like the bottle. It'll still be signed <laughs> empty. Uh, yeah. Empty or full. It's still the bottle. It's not like the, the vodka and the gin are any different because the bottle signed. Yeah. I'm not going to sell them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what would you do? Would you, they weren't, they weren't super expensive. So it's not like I couldn't get another bottle of each, but I, I don't drink, know. They look cool on the bar, but I would, I would drink it and keep just keep, you just can keep the bottle. Yeah. Just keep the bottle somewhere. I wouldn't keep That's it all in really there. Matters. Yeah. 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 That's what I would do, so. but you know, do what you want, whatever. That's cool though. Yeah. It's like those, uh, those uh, joggers I have from uh, Firefest. Still don't know what to do. Still don't <laughs> gotta, know if I should wear them or frame them. Got to get a frame. You have to get <laughs> a frame. Yeah. You have to yeah. get a frame. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, well, let's get into what we are listening to, Dan. What is? Uh, what are you listening to this week, man? Uh, well, like Chris mentioned, yeah, uh, Biba Doobie did put out an, an, an album uh, last week. Uh, it's actually Bayatopia. I heard an interview with her. It's not. Her name is Biba Doobie, but it's Bayatopia. I think her real name is like Beatrice, something like that. And the whole album is tremendous. I know Chris is going to put some songs. I'll put some songs on there too. Um, so I'll give you something different for this round. Um, two artists that I've put on in the past, out of nowhere, teamed up. Blue to Tiger. And you may recall, last year, I think it was, I put on an artist by the name of Big Pig. <laughs> if you remember Big Pig, and the reason I say it like that is B I I G P I I G. Now I'm sure it's pronounced Big Pig, but I like it as Big Pig. Um, these two out of nowhere come out with song. I'm like, holy shit, these are my girls teaming up. And the song is called Crash Course, and it's kind of like this twisted pop song. Uh, lots of cowbell in it, so a little unique to both of their kind of very unique styles. Um, can't believe it, Blue to Tiger. And Big Pig coming up with Crash Course. Nice, nice. Shouts to Christy for the cow. Cow bell, <laughs> cow <right>. print. <laughs> Shouts to Christy for that. Cow print nation everywhere, baby. All right. So <laughs> I'm very tempted just to put this one artist on here for all three songs, but I'm not going to do that. But I am going to put a couple on. Uh, Lizzo put out her album special, and it's special. It really yeah. is. And I watched an interview with her um, this week on The Breakfast Club, and she was talking about how 
basically how COVID helped her because like the album she would have put out without having this extended break where like you couldn't tour. So what's the point of putting on the album when you can't tour? Like all that stuff that a lot of people have been dealing with. Like she said, it wouldn't have been good. She was like, the music wasn't good. And mm. especially after listening to this, and she said she made like 170 songs oh. and then whittled it down to 12. And the best thing about this album is that it is literally an album with a beginning, middle and end and 12 songs. And it's just, it's awesome. Like from the beginning, it's like, I'm back. I'm Lizzo. I'm in the middle. It's like, I'm trying to find love. And then she finds love. And then, you know, the end song is amazing. It's called Coldplay. And I want everyone to listen to that song. It's amazing. It samples Coldplay. You can listen to it. I'm not going to freaking give it all away to you or make you hate it or something like that by just saying that. But anyways, Coldplay is great. And so is To Be Loved, I'm Ready. And I just, it's, God break up twice it's fire man it's fire it is it is and it is a maybe uh drake needs to take some notes Dude. she had 170 songs whittled it down to 12 beginning middle end you can do the same yeah drake, you can do the same not yes. every song's got to go on the album they for don't no particular reason <laughs> yes you <have> people you've been <laughs> that's incredible for. yeah and it's awesome awesome album so yeah check it out yeah Great pick, great pick. Any of those, any of those songs. Yeah. Right? The whole album is is terrific. Uh, next one up for me is uh, Maggie Lindman. I, I put her on. First discovered her it was probably six months ago. Now, uh, kind of, you know, she embraces that reemergence of pop punk. You know, in the way where. Uh, it's alternative, but she also mixes in some electronic and some synth and stuff like that. Uh, a great sound with her. Uh, with her vocals um, is a really key ingredient there. So uh, she released an EP and uh, titled the name of it is uh, you're not special. And I'm going to put on that, that track uh, titled you're not special. Um, and it, it's just, I know a lot of people are making music like this nowadays, but there's just something about her voice and this style that really draws me to it. And this is a great song. So check it out. Nice. All right. Uh, I love when uh, these kids that I basically watched grow up because I was working for Disney for like seven years. Sabrina Carpenter put out an album, Emails I Can't Send. The album is really freaking good, like really Mm -hmm. good. And I have been a fan of watching her do uh, basically not do the obvious pop thing, which is very interesting. So I don't know what the story behind that is, why they haven't made her do all these things that everyone else is doing. Um, right. And this is a whole album of just not doing what everyone else is doing. And um, yeah, and I want to put nonsense on the playlist that may change or I may put two on. But anyways, this is a really good week for music. So I think everyone's trying to yeah. rush their music out before Beyonce drops <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a really good week for music. But yeah, Sabrina Carpenter, that, that album is the whole album is good. Dude, you're right. It was a very good stacked week for music. And uh, yeah, you make a great point about Sabrina Carpenter, where every time I see her name pop up, I'm excited. And then I re- I'm like, this this isn't what I was, you know, expecting in a way where you expect it to be that kind of, okay, the same direction everybody's going, that that pop type of thing. So I respect the hell of her for it. But yeah, crazy that she's still super young and they're not forcing her to do that. I know. It's still, right. It's like, wow. Yeah. Um, like, I can't believe there's no like, pop punk song on here because everyone's got she could be on the radio so easy yeah like a lot and it's just she's like i'm making music i want to make so shouts to her for that uh last one for me is um a new artist um that i discovered this week but she's i guess she's a bit of an internet sensation so excuse me for not being on tiktok (laughs) um uh, but she goes by the name pouty face and she teamed up with k flay a name that I'm very familiar with, and most people are also very familiar with in that genre. And she came out with a song called, uh, they came out with a song, excuse me, called Ragdoll. Um, so Patty Face, she's only like 20 years old. Um, this song is kind of like an alternative pop jam. It's a little slower. It almost has like an anthem feel to it. And like it embraces the, the chorus. Uh, one of the lines is scream at the top of my lungs where she kind of sings that line and screams it. And you can hear the backing vocal. Someone's actually screaming it, Uh, but it's mixed very, very well. Very cool sound. So uh, check out pouty face and K flay with ragdoll. Nice. 
All right. Uh, last one. I put this band on the playlist uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Sundial. I put their song 24 on the playlist. They put a song out called Liar. And this is the song because they've been doing what a lot of people were doing and teasing their song on social media, just like playing like the chorus or playing like the first verse. And they've been doing this for a, apparently they've been doing this for like a few months. Like I just caught on this because I saw one of my friends like posted this and I was like, oh, this sounds awesome. The song though. I'm very interested for you and Chris to listen to it. It's almost like brunch break. It's almost brunch breakdown homework. I want you to do okay. because yeah. to me, there's something missing in this song and I don't know what it is that's missing, but this is something that I find to be interesting while we're having this like pop punk, like, re- you know, resurgence and all that. And like, you guys mm-hmm. are people who made the, you freaking made the music and were obsessed with everything. Right. And I was, you know, I'm yeah. a bystander of all that. So I'm very interested to hear what you guys think about this song. Because I feel like there's something missing of the song. Because when I heard like the snippets, it was like, you know, you're only hearing like 20 seconds of the song or whatever. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then when I listened to the full song that just got released, I'm like, something's missing. And I don't know what it is. But yeah, Sundial, Liar. Maybe you guys will be like, there's nothing missing. The song's great. I have no idea. (laughs) But to me, something's missing. I don't know what it is. And I want you guys to listen to it. I'm excited for that homework assignment. Yes. Very nice. It's what cool. we're listening to homework. Cool. I like yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> well, that is what we're listening to. Check out the playlist on Spotify. It is double stuffed. It's got two weeks of music on it, of our music picks on there. And Dan, that is it for the brunch breakdown. Any uh, final thoughts? Um, I think I'd rather be seen buying Pop-Tarts and Egos every week than having a uh, Velveeta martini at a nice steakhouse. That's what I've come to conclude. 1000%. And that's the brunch breakdown. <laughs>